Hello again, and welcome to Laundromat Insights. I'm your host, Randy Radke. Joining me today is Sharon Brinks, owner of the Laundry Station in Wichita, Kansas. How are things in Kansas today? Hey, Randy. Great to be here. Uh, it is sunny. And it's a, actually a beautiful day. It's about 70 degrees. Fantastic. It is not 70 in Wisconsin, but <laughs> 40 degrees feels like 70, so we'll take it. There you go. So I'm thinking about this episode and a theme, and I have to admit this one was a struggle because I know from past experience working with you that we just kind of go with the flow. Uh, you know, wherever <laughs> the conversation leaves us, that that's where it leads us. So if you're good with that, I'm good with that. That's fine. So I guess to start off with, tell me a little bit about your background. How did you get into the world of laundry? Yeah, no one ever grows up as a small child and says, hey, I think I'll own a laundromat when I'm a grown-up. So grew up in southwest Missouri, went to college at Missouri State University and have a Bachelor of Science degree in computer information systems. So I was a computer nerd for 25 years, worked at various, you know, Fortune 500 companies and whatnot in the southwest Missouri and Wichita area. 2011? I got laid off from my last job at an oil refinery, just got my real estate license. Uh, I have my own brokerage now. I've had rental properties since 2008. 2014, in January of that year, I bought my first laundromat, which was in the little town that that oil refinery is in. That's how I got in the laundromat business. I was a single mom of two kids, had my real estate license. Um, the rental income, uh, needed to make sure that I could take care of the boys and, you know, keep a roof over our head and whatnot. So bought this little partially attended laundromat that had about 2000 square feet. They were, it was an all speed queen store. So that's how I got hooked on speed queen. We love hearing that. There you go. I learned an awful lot. It wasn't partially attended too long, you know, learned about the, the whole, uh, you know, when you're handling cash, uh, theft does happen. A lot of times, if you don't have the right checks and balances in there, um, since I lived about 20 minutes away, my attendants took full advantage of that. So then we became unattended, open 24-7. I replaced a lot of the equipment, put in some some new stuff, uh, which included six um, Horizons, Speed Queen Horizons, that were quantum gold, and they were networked. And so I learned, oh, there is, there's some possibility that we could get some computer stuff involved here with laundry equipment. It doesn't have to be all quarters, which it was, you know, it, it, it still was all quarters, but I could actually see real time, log in from home and see, oh, those six machines are actually running and you know what's going on. Now I had 18 washers. So, you know, six washers is really not all that much to write home about, but it, it did give me um, the appetite for wanting more insights, shall we say, into what the laundromat was doing in real time. So that's how I actually got into the laundromat business was in 2014. So what was yeah. it about the business that, that was attractive to you? I mean, like you said, you don't, you don't I, always draw it up that way, you know? You know, I'd actually seen it for sale five years prior when the previous owner bought it um, and thought, well, that would be kind of a neat business to be in, but, you know, I had my full-time office job and the kids were even smaller and, um, you know, married at the time. And I knew that just wasn't going to fly with, with who I was married to at the time. So, um, just kind of stuck it back in my mind. And then when it came up for sale again, I was like, Oh, I got to investigate that. Cause now I'm a little more free to do what 
I want to do and what makes sense. The, you know, everybody says, oh, passive income. Well, it's passive if you're not there all the time. So I needed that extra income. Selling real estate is commission only. So the rental income was a steady base. I wanted to make sure I had something a little more, a little, little more steady. And it's just, I've always wanted to work for myself anyway. So, you know, I already had a couple of LLCs. Heck, let's create another LLC and throw another one in the mix. So I just, more I'm barrier. always putting on new hats. <laughs> so I was dating this guy at the time. I don't know if anything was going to go, you know, come of it or not. And um, it turns out a year later, you know, he did ask me to marry him. Thank goodness. We'd been together three years and he finally came around. And uh, so we got married 2015 and moved about 10 more minutes away. So now I live 30 minutes away from this little rundown laundromat that is, I've turned it around quite a bit, doubled, tripled maybe the income on it, doing really, really well. And we decide, wow, we're in Wichita now. Let's, let's build a laundromat in Wichita. And we looked around at the existing laundromats, what their capabilities were, what their equipment mixes were, what brands they had, and found a piece of land. You know, being a real estate broker, I've got access to a lot of the demographics and whatnot. Found the piece of land that we wanted and uh, bought that in May of 2017. So that, um, that's a pretty unique experience then, the, going from the ground up. Uh, and, and you live to tell the tale, so to speak. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, if you've, if you've ever built a house with your spouse... You know, if you can survive that and not get divorced, you can survive anything. Well, it's pretty much like that with a laundromat. There's a lot more money on the line. So we broke the ground. We actually opened April 12th in 2018. So we've been open not quite um, three years now. So, I mean, three years under your belt. What What's the biggest thing that you've yeah. learned? I mean, the, with the new laundromat, um, so that's the laundry station in Wichita. The old one, we just had a perfect storm about two years ago. I mean, everything that could go wrong did go wrong. I mean, out of our control, the water main going down the city's main street broke. Um, they tore up the road in front of the laundromat to resurface it. My main water line coming in busted, had my change machine broken into. Then two weeks later, had the whole thing stolen just picked it up and walked out the door, got the video, gave it to the police, never heard a word. So I was like, you know, God is trying to tell me something. He says, focus on Wichita and close the one in El Dorado. So that's what we did. I sold all the equipment a little over a year ago to out-of-state distributor and uh, we just closed the doors. So gotcha. we're focusing 100% on, uh, on Laundry Station now. So over that time period, what what have you learned? I mean, we talk about this podcast being the good, the bad, the ugly, and people come into this business and they have an idea of what they think it's going to be like. What have you learned over the last three plus years? Well, always expect the unexpected. You know, you hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Um, I've had partially attended, I've had unattended, and now we are fully attended at our state-of-the-art laundromat um, that we built. I don't think there were really a whole lot of surprises. Um, I read a lot. I'm always on the forums. I don't post a whole lot, but I'm out there lurking. Um, so I, I read all the trade mags, just try to learn as much as possible about the laundry business um, and then and laundromats, how other people run their laundromats, business in general, you know, and then, 
the seven years that we've had laundromats, every once in a while I get kind of surprised, but not really. It's usually the individuals that, you know, kind of surprise you, but some, you get some really, really sweet ones, really, really sweet customers. And then you get ones that are just like, can I just, you know, ban them for life? You know, people like that. It so, keeps life interesting for sure. Yeah, it <laughs> is. I do. I think one of the things I guess I could say that I enjoy it more than I thought I would. So it's not just a business. I mean, I live, eat, sleep, dream laundry. And and the new store leverages a, a lot of technology that's out there. Talk a little bit about your decision to do exactly that and what technology has really brought to the table for you. Oh, yeah. So that um, that's the part that's made it extremely enjoyable. So so we bought the lot May of 17, just right around, uh, we closed on it around Memorial Day. Then uh, a couple of weeks later was Clean Show in Las Vegas. So I knew we wanted to accept credit cards and debit cards. Nobody else in the Wichita area did that. And I always thought, you know, gosh, there's got, you got to do different. It's, you know, it's the 21st century. We need to do something different now. So let's accept credit and debit cards. So we go out to the Vegas uh, clean show and there's two main um, laundry credit card systems that everybody knows. I won't name them, but we were going to get this half a million dollars worth of beautiful speed queen equipment with stainless steel fronts on it. And both of these card systems required you to drill holes in the front and put this big wart on the front for a card reader. And I'm like, that just killed me. I just, man, I don't want to put something on the front of these beautiful machines, but that's all there was. Okay, fine. That's what we got to do. So I got out there and we're trying to figure out which one of these we want to use. And um, someone invited us to a session about technology and the where Speed Queen was headed with technology. And so we're like, yeah, I don't know. Not We have a lot of time for that, but okay, fine. We'll, we'll sign up for it. We got invited to it. So we signed up for it. And my husband, Steve, and I sat in the front row and because, you know, we're getting older. We don't see or hear so well, well anymore. So we're in the front yeah. row and this guy walks in. He starts talking about what has uh, got screenshots of the prototype. This is what we're going to do with technology. And we're going to have this payment system and it's going to have a POS system. And you can control the machines remotely and you can see all your revenues and, and whatnot from wherever you're at in the world, as long as you've got an Internet connection and I'm just blown away. I mean, I, I probably had drool coming off my chin. I just like, I want it. I want it all. I want every bit of it. And Steve and I are furiously taking notes. And uh, so we plan our attack and, and we corner this poor guy who was given the presentation and just pelt him with questions for about 30 minutes. And bless his heart, he stood there and answered every single one of them. And that was Scott Giovetta who's the chief information officer for Alliance Laundry Systems. He patiently answered every question that we had. And I was like, I have IT background, 25-year IT background. I have a laundromat right now. We're about to build a brand new one. I want to be a beta tester. Can I, can I, can I? I always say I pestered him enough that he gave in, but I don't know if that was really the case. But we got to be in April of 2018, the laundry station in Wichita, Kansas, was the first laundromat in the United States to open using the Insight software in the payment system. So absolutely love the software. Just love it. 
And we talked about, you know, it, it, especially in this business, and you've had a bad experience when you were attended, you know, with theft and things like that. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's sometimes difficult to take a vacation and, and have peace of mind. Has that kind of helped? I mean, is it, is it just, just enough information that you can open up your phone and go, okay, yep, I feel pretty good that things are rolling it back home. And yep. In fact, uh, about a year ago, we took, we loved a cruise. So we took a, a two week cruise. Um, you can't, you can't ever completely relax or I can't, at least I'm kind of a type A with, you know, control tendencies. So, uh, I can't completely relax, but you know, I've got my cameras, I've got insights. I don't have to give my attendants. We do drop off in store. I don't have to give them quarters and I don't have to give them a key to pop the top of the machine and start the washers and dryers. So everything's accounted for in there. Um, when they start a machine for drop-off laundry, start a machine for a customer because we allow the, the customers to pay at the POS system also if they would like. If they don't want to mess with the app because, oh, I'm just washing this comforter and I'm just, you know, or I'm in here just for the day. We're just passing through. We, we'll let customers go ahead and, and pay at the cash register because, you know, we'll take your money any way you want. So you want to give us quarters. You want to do credit, debit, Apple Pay on the on the app. You know, we'll take it. Is there one piece of the technology that if I said you you can only hold one, one piece that you can't live without, what would it be? Oh, my goodness. My Wi-Fi. <laughs> my, my internet connection. Um, if there was one piece of, say, Insights I couldn't live without, I think it would be the Insights piece itself. There's other POS systems out there, but boy, that being able to see what's going on with my machines and running all the reports, I mean, I can slice it any way I want. And look at all my revenues by machine type, by specific machines. And, you know, as I like to say, if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. So I can see how many people are using the heavy cycle, which is the only one that we in our store that we upcharge for because it's we give them an extra wash and an extra rinse for the heavy cycle. You know, we do employee timekeeping through it. Um, Yeah. Insights is best things in sliced bread. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. We won't do another store without it. I'll tell you that. Hoping to do another store too in our lifetime. So that'll that'll definitely be something we have to have. Fantastic. So digging back into the business a little bit, I see a Laundry Express now listed on your website. What's that all about? Well, we decided before it was fashionable and, you know, pandemic hit, um, about this time last year, we were thinking, you know, I'm going to get into pickup and delivery. Everybody loves our wash, dry, fold service. It's growing, growing, growing. Let's get into pickup and delivery. So January 1st, we um, made the, the, the go, no go decision, decided, yep, that's what we want to do. Formed our another LLC because, you know, apparently we don't have enough. Got another one. Uh, got the van and committed to some software and then... Hey, here comes pandemic. Well, April 1st, we launched Laundry Express and it's actually doing pretty well. Um, I don't know if pandemic has a lot to do with it. I know with some customers it does. Some it's I don't have any time. Some it's I don't want to go to a laundromat. Um, you know, there's germs and viruses out there. It's just super convenient for people. So we're we're pretty much at capacity right now. I need to add staff. So it's a nice problem How- to have. How do you approach something like that? I mean, do you have to limit uh, the, the 
the distance that you'll travel to pick up? Do you set uh, common pickup spots at certain times? How do you approach that? I mean, it's a pretty pretty giant endeavor when, when you it, think about it. It is. Uh, Wichita's city population is about 300,000. The metropolitan area is about a half a million. The We actually, since we start, just we're starting brand new, um, we offer next day delivery. Now, are we always going to be able to do that? Hopefully, we're too busy to be able to do next day delivery. But to start with, we just picked, okay, all of Wichita, a couple suburbs to the north, suburb to the south, and log in there, create your account, schedule your pickup, schedule your delivery. If you want it next day, fine. If you want it another day, that's fine too, but we can do as soon as next day. Um, so right now, it's the entire uh, Wichita metropolitan area, um, but I can see having to cut that down here pretty quickly and slicing it down to smaller areas. Okay. East Wichita is this day. West Wichita is this day. Because I don't know how many miles I put on that van yesterday. Right now I'm the driver. We're uh, hoping to add somebody here shortly. But uh, yeah, I was, I don't know how many miles I put on that van, but I was literally far north of Wichita, far south of Wichita, far east and far west all in the morning. I'm, I'm gazing yeah. into my crystal ball right now, and I see multiple pickup and drop-off vehicles. I see a fleet being created. Me too. And if I have more than one uh, laundromat, then more than one uh, drop location. All three of them can be doing the, the pickup and delivery processing. So, I'm an idea guy. That's what I do, Sharon. We all know that. There you go. We had it first. <laughs> I'll give you credit. It's okay. I'll take it. So one of the other areas I wanted to talk a little bit about is, you know, community involvement. This is something that, you know, I think a, a lot of owners are involved in and, yeah. and, and make it an important part of their business. And I, and I noticed that that's something that, that you're into as well. Yeah. Um, so pretty much since we um, started, we opened, you know, obviously in April. Um, that fall, the first year in 2018, we approached, um, there's a elementary school that's like two doors down. It's called Jefferson Elementary School. And also approached a, uh, a church, the East Heights United Methodist Church, uh, which is about half mile to the north. And um, wanted to see if we could do some sort of partnership where we could provide clean laundry for the kids that go to the elementary school. So once a month, uh, families who have children that go to that elementary school will sign up for laundry night. And then the church comes over. Uh, we match dollar for dollar, whatever um, money they put on the, the app. Um, and then they start the washers and dryers for the families. And we provide just the assistance and the detergent and softeners and whatnot. Then we also um, started... Last winter, partnering with a, a group called Humankind Ministries here in Wichita, which provides a huge variety of services to the homeless and to low-income people. Um, and right now, we're providing free laundry services to Humankind for them to launder the blankets that they use in all of their cold-weather homeless shelters overnight. I just had them create a, an app account on the Speed Queen app, and provide them with several hundred, you know, rewards dollars. And then they, their person that comes in to do the laundry, do the washing and the drying and all the folding, just starts the machines using that app. That way, whoever they're sending in doesn't have to mess with cash. You know, same, same type of issues. You don't have to mess with cash. Attendants don't have to start the machine for them. And then when you go to the transactions or the history 
icon in the app, there's an accounting of every machine that they use and the cost of each one of those. And then I also have an accounting of how much value have I provided. So for tax reasons, they have accountability. We both sides has accountability. Um, and it, currently they're using about $50 in value a day. So we're providing, and it's Monday through Friday. So we're providing them with a thousand dollars worth of services every month right now. Oh, and that's that'll, great. that'll be throughout the, the winter and on into the spring, I think through April. That's fantastic. That it, it feels good to give back in, in that way. But again, it, it comes down to that technology and having oversight, right? You want to do it, but but you also want to uh, have an idea on just, you know, how much you're, you're offering. And, and as you it, mentioned, it tax purposes. both, uh, both my husband and I, we both had uh, family members in the past that have had issues with homelessness. So um, it's a subject near and dear to our hearts. So we wanted to help out. I appreciate that. That is great. So we've hit on a, a variety of topics. We know now that we're going to build a fleet of vehicles for pickup and delivery. So that's all good news. <laughs> what, what is next for you and Laundry Station? Oh my goodness! Um, well, we've got some we've got some things in mind. We've got some uh, cosmetic projects in mind. Um, I can't spill the beans on everything that we're looking at doing, but we've. I'm ask my husband. I'm always thinking. I mean, I'm always coming, hey, what if we did this? Hey, what if we did that? And he's always thinking too. We're always trying to come up with new ideas. So we've got some, uh, we've got some plates thin, spinning. We've got some ideas that are going, looking at a couple of other locations in town. Yeah, we, we've got a lot going. Uh, of that, I have no doubt. Absolutely. <laughs> Never a dull moment. <laughs> no, that I know. Um, would you, if you went back in time uh, and, and, we're looking at opening up a laundry again. What would, would you do anything different or would you follow the same path as you, you have right now? Um, I, for the most part, probably about 80% would be the same. We'd probably do a few configuration changes here and there. Uh, one thing I definitely would do would give us a lot more storage. Oh my goodness. Um, you know, like when you're building a house, you, you, you never, and you move in or, you're looking at houses and you move in and you realize, Ooh, there's not quite as much storage as I thought there was here. We have more stuff than we thought we had. I need, I need more storage for just stuff, just stuff. (laughs) Not necessarily the, the laundry that people leave behind or the wash dry fold. People are really, really pretty quick at picking that up because we offer same day service on our in-store drop-off. So the people that drop off with us tend to want it pretty quickly. So they'll, come and get it. But, you know, all my soap, we sell all the, we don't have a soap vending machine or anything. We have a glass case. You come to the, to the cash register, to the POS system, the attendant, you know, gets you whatever you want out of the glass, you know, the glass case there and wait some, wait on people. Um, so the storage of all that soap and whatnot, just all the extra inventory. Yeah, I hear you. Storage wow. is always yeah, I'd, the issue. I'd have another building just for that. <laughs> so if I if I tell you, Sharon, hey, I'm thinking about getting in the laundry game myself, what's your best advice to Randy Radke as he considers this business? Stay out of Wichita. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't stand a chance. No, just it's, kidding. Well, if you're in another town, know the demographics. Um, learn everything you possibly can, assuming you don't know anything about laundries or laundromats. 
learn everything you possibly can about that particular business. Um, the majority, we have a lot of single guys that come in and do their laundry. The majority of your customers are women with kids. And I really feel like that gives me a, a little bit of an advantage over a lot of my contemporaries because my kids are grown, but I remember having to drag my kids around. We never had to use a laundromat, but I remember having to drag them around as toddlers and then as older kids or juggling a full-time job and trying to take care of everybody and everything else. Look at it from that point of view, you know, keep it clean, keep it safe. And for heaven's sake, have friendly attendance. Don't have the surly grumpy people there. Me as a mom coming in, I want, I want the place to be clean. I'm trying to clean my laundry here, doing my kids clothes. I got to feel safe. And, um, you know, I want, I want to feel like my business is appreciated. Absolutely. So just, but, you know, it's true of any business, really. Yep. Yeah. That, that customer service element and that, and I think we, we all keep talking about this, this customer experience idea, you know, and, yeah. and it's not enough just to offer the venue and the machines. You have to go the extra mile and, and offer yeah. a little bit more and make people feel safe and valued. If you have that servant attitude, you'll do just fine. Help people in, help people out, try to think ahead. What are they? Okay. This, this lady has a mountain of laundry. She's bagged up. It's in a cart. Um, she's got two little kids with her. Maybe you should ask her if she needs some help getting all that out. You know, take the cart, let her go get the car unlocked and you just take the cart out for her. Let her wrangle the kids into the car. You know, just stuff like that. Just think about other people. Right. Well, mm-hmm. I, have, I have jotted down my notes here. Um, I will do my demographics, which will not be in Wichita. They will be elsewhere. <laughs> Rest easy tonight, Sharon. I'm, I'm not coming to Wichita anytime soon. So. No, you can always try. But, you know. <laughs> nope, we'll you're already doing battle. it too well. We'll fight that battle when it, gets, when it happens. Fantastic. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much, Sharon, for making time, sharing your expertise. You know, I talk a lot about uh, the folks in this business, and I haven't ever met anyone that I didn't like that that really um, it's just fun. People are willing to share. And you are one of those people that, that just to me stand out is you're doing it well. You you love to offer information and, and help others in the business, but just just fun to chat with. Well, thank you, Randy. I appreciate it. You're fun too. You're a lot, you're really easy to talk to. Fantastic. So thanks again for joining me and thanks to our listeners. I hope you'll join us again as we talk all things laundromats and we'll see you next time on Laundromat Insights.